0: This podcast is brought to you by GoMoto, the service lane kiosk that grows your business. Want to increase revenue, improve the customer experience, and maximize service efficiency? Visit GoMoto.com to learn more. That's G-O-M-O-T-O.com.
1: Welcome to Daily Drive for Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. I'm Jake Neer, and for Jamie Butters and Kellen Walker. Today on the show, Toyota's Bob Carter will retire, NHTSA investigates reports of Honda Pilot engine failures, and self-driving truck startup Gaddock inks a deal to serve Sam's Club locations. Plus, Nissan North America Senior Vice President Mike Colloran talks about the new Z and the company's future as electrification takes off. Let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. Toyota's longtime head of North American sales, Bob Carter, will retire at the end of the month. It's part of a larger reshuffling of the Japanese automaker's top executives in North America. Carter's been executive vice president of sales for the Toyota and Lexus brand since 2017. He's worked primarily in sales and marketing capacities since joining Toyota as a warranty processor in 1981. Carter will be succeeded by Jack Hollis, who's been serving as senior vice president of automotive operations. U.S. auto safety regulators are investigating potential safety problems with certain Honda Pilot midsize crossovers. That's after reports of possible engine failures. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says it's received more than 200 complaints and several field reports alleging a defect with Pilot vehicles from the 2016 to 2019 model years the complaints claim that the engines fail to restart on their own after automatically stopping at traffic lights or intersections when the auto stop start function is on. Some of the complaints also allege a jump was required for the vehicle to restart. Porsche is partnering with a Los Angeles-based startup accelerator program to develop next-generation technologies and business models. Porsche and Uplabs announced on Tuesday that they will seed six mobility startups by 2025. The companies will focus on key areas for Porsche, including digital retail, predictive maintenance, and supply chain transparency— As part of the deal, Porsche will take a minority stake in the startups with the option to acquire them after three years. And self-driving truck startup Gaddick is expanding its operations to deliver paper goods to 34 Sam's Club hubs and stores in the greater Dallas-Fort Worth area. It's a new partnership with Georgia Pacific and KBX, and it represents a substantial growth in both business opportunity and operational scale for the startup. Gaddock concentrates on traveling shorter middle-mile truck routes foregoing interstate travel. It expects the new deployment will begin next month, starting with six trucks that will run 24 hours a day, seven days a week. At least for now, human safety drivers will sit behind the wheel. And those are today's headlines. Coming up, the new generation Nissan Z sports car is expected this summer after delays caused by supply chain problems. Automotive News Executive Editor Jamie Butters recently caught up with Nissan North America Senior Vice President and Corporate Officer Mike Colloran. They talk about the new Z and the automaker's identity heading into the EV revolution. That's next on Daily Drive. Listen to Fred Hayes, Service Manager at
0: Temecula Valley Buick GMC, and Philip Candido, Fixed Operations Director, talk about their experience with GoMoto in their service drive. Before GoMoto, the backups in the service lane were due to not being able to get to the customer in in a timely manner.
1: There's times where menus are passed over where the advisor forgets to tell them, hey, it needs its major service. And now with the GoMoto, customers are presented with a maintenance package every time.
0: The time freed up from not having the customer sitting in front of them every single time they come in, it helps them be more efficient. It helps them focus more on the customer's concern and the, the maintenance and service of the vehicle. Before GoMoto, we would average approximately 130000 in service gross. The kiosk in the service drive doubled the gross profit in the dealership. It's amazing. One hundred percent. Using the GoMoto kiosk makes the dealership more profitable. Want to increase revenue, improve the customer experience and maximize service efficiency just like Temecula Valley? Visit GoMoto.com to learn more. That's G-O-M-O-T O.com.
1: Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jake Neer. Well, there's no shortage of victims of global supply chain woes. One of those victims, Nissan's timeline for releasing a redesigned Z sports car. It was supposed to hit the market this month. Now it's expected sometime between July and September. Nissan says enthusiasts won't be disappointed when the new generation Z does get here. The automaker's North America senior vice president and corporate officer, Mike Colloran, recently spoke with Automotive News executive editor Jamie Butters about the new model. He says Nissan hopes excitement for the new Z will also help build anticipation for other new models, such as the electric Aria. Here's that conversation.
2: Mike Colloran, welcome to Daily Drive. Thanks, Jamie. Uh, it's great to be here. I always uh, I love to listen to you. Oh, thank you so much. So um, we're here today to talk about uh, the Z car, the new Z. Why bring out a new redesigned Z car now?
0: You know, that's an interesting question. It's it's actually one that we get quite a bit uh, because the the world's you know mentality is heading towards um, a, a different type of uh, transportation future. But yet we still live in an internal combustion engine world. No question about that Hmm. for Z and for for Nissan. This is really at the the core of who we are. And I think it's important as a company to to um, always stay refocused on um, who you are, what your your DNA is, what's inside of you. And and Z is so much of Nissan and going way back into our past at, at Datsun and our our buyers. I, and you know, external enthusiasts love the fact um, that we're we're bringing a new Z to marketplace, and so do I. I'm a I'm a Z owner. Mm-hmm. I, I own a classic, 72 uh, S30, and uh, I just think it's really important for um, our consumers to know that we're not straying from our past, but that past al- also gives us a window and an eye to the future as well. So we're really happy to bring it to market.
2: Well, you know. I get that. I know the Z is, is is so important to the the brand's identity and and its legacy, you know. But we also were there is this big electrification push, and we've seen some sports cars or sports like cars that um, are electric powered. Um, did you consider? Was there much conversation about trying to do an electric Z here in in 2022?
0: No, there, there wasn't uh, specifically about that, but the future really, to your point, is, is limitless um, uh, when you think about uh, EV. Really, you know, we'll, we'll be uh, only limited by infrastructure. But infrastructure is moving very quickly. Home charging, uh, city charging, and highway charging are all moving in the right direction, um, albeit not fast enough. I think for, for for many of us, we'd like to see it move uh, move move faster. But uh, you know, when we look at the the world today, it still made a lot of sense to bring out an internal combustion engine Z uh, now. It's what the market is asking for at this point in this segment and we're we were really glad to bring it with a very true respect for the authenticity of the vehicle so you see a manual transmission you see three pedals and you see really great handling characteristics so um, it was the right move at the time but the future is bright it's limitless for ev and of course you know uh, what kind of uh, speed and torque you can get from um, an ev Um, so uh, i think the uh, the future of sports cars will probably be guaranteed somewhat by um, electric vehicles. As we know, that segment's been shrinking, but there are some opportunities in the future to build very responsible sport cars uh, with, uh, with EVs.
2: Yeah, for sure. So, okay, you mentioned you have a classic uh, Z from the 70s, right? Uh, and I remember, I mean, as a teenager in the 80s, there wasn't much uh, cooler than a Z. Uh, how did you get into that? We I mean, you bought one before you even worked for Nissan?
0: No, not before I worked for Nissan. But I had a love, and I remember driving through Bethesda, Maryland, uh, in the early '70s, and seeing my first Z go by. Which, by the way, was in uh, the new side orange, uh, which is uh, uh, my my S30 is. And I I just remember driving in the opposite direction. The vehicle. And and I was in the car with my dad, my mom, and I'm like, oh my God, that's a beautiful car. And my <laughs> dad's like, oh, it's, you know, that's, uh, that's, not, that's not an American car. You know, you don't need to be looking at that. That's a fad. Da, 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 da. But that moment is burned in my brain. And and so I've always loved Z, specifically the 240Z has always held, held uh, amazing amount of interest for me. And so not long ago, um i guess it was about two years ago brian brockman and i were were sitting around talking and i said you know i've i just got to pull the trigger on this and uh and so they started looking uh looking around and uh oddly enough i was the one that actually found it they were they were helping me but i found (laughs) it and uh what do you think and you know at the end of the day it was all question of you know does it have rust or not no rust okay good bones are good let's uh let's get it and uh you know i got no fingernails left because that's uh, what i do on the weekends uh but uh, she's in really good shape right now. Uh, vehicle's working great, engine's perfect, uh, exterior's in good shape. Internally, uh, you know, interior, still got some work to do. Plastic parts <laughs> and I are not friends. Uh, and I know all the mechanics out there going, yeah, I don't like those things either. Uh, but, uh, but mechanically, the car is really sound and uh, really proud to drive it on the weekends. And everybody stops, which shows you the, the richness and, and authentic beauty of that original design in the 240Z. And uh, I just love taking it out with my wife on the weekends.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, the newer Zs have a a very clean look, maybe a little more sleek, but I would say less sexy than the classics, at least to my eyes. Um, About driving the the new Z recently, it was the first time in a while that a a random guy in the neighborhood, someone I don't even know, you know, stopped in my driveway to admire the car and and asked me about it. So that's something.
0: Yeah, and did he? Did they recognize it was Z? Because that's what I found is they're recognizing it as Z, because of the long hood and the short deck, right? And and it has that classic line. And I've had that same experience. Uh, I had a uh, what color did you have? Which one? Did blue. You have?
2: The blue one with the blue one. interior. Yeah, uh, I
0: love that color. <laughs> um, uh, I first saw that with uh, Tamirasan uh, in ZCon last year, and I was like, oh, that's 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 uh, that's great. But I was driving the red one and uh, and uh, and maybe it's because i'm in nashville and you know nashville is is our home it has been for a long time so there's a lot of z enthusiasts in the area but i was stopped over and over again and, and people immediately recognize it as z and these were not employees these were just fans out there so yeah it's a it's a beautiful design i think we've uh, we've uh, brought some of the core dna pieces along with us like the short deck and the longer hood but still freshened it up for the future and full of new technology.
2: To answer your question, he didn't specify that he knew it was a Z, but I, I kind of got the sense that he did. Uh, but but what is, what is your favorite thing about the new car? Uh, I, I, I want to
0: say uh, that we kept the manual transmission in it. And uh, I, I love to drive on the weekends, a manual transmission vehicle. Um, I love the feel of the control and the connection with the vehicle. That might be uh, my favorite part about it, but I think that's actually a competitive response, if you know what I mean. So uh, maybe maybe that's not entirely fair. Um, I think at the end of the day, when we took it out to the track, um, it has the handling uh, characteristics of a vehicle that feels like it was built for the track, that it was built for uh, enthusiasts in mind. And uh, that's to me, it says it's true to the heritage of the vehicle, mm-hmm. um, the original um, idea behind Z, and still at a good value. And you saw that in our recent uh, pricing announcement with the vehicle starting under 40,000. I think that caught everyone off guard, the industry. And you saw some of the, uh, um, I'm sure some of the media response to it, including, a, you know, a, a really great uh, cover that the magazine will go unnamed, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but it really shows that uh, the the automotive community really respects our decision and likes uh, likes what we're doing. So, yeah long answer to a short question. Uh, my apologies, but there's a lot
2: to love in this car. Sure. Sure. Uh, so it's been such a challenging production environment. Uh, when is the Z arriving at us dealerships and what will that mean for them?
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, we, uh, we'll, we'll be building soon. Okay. And we have had supply chain issues. There's no question about that. Those, uh, those are out there for the entire industry and we're facing them just along uh, with everyone. But, uh, it won't be uh, won't be long before you see, uh, the, see Z's in the showroom, uh, but we're still a few months away.
2: I wonder sometimes does the Z's energy distract f- attention from the, the Aria, and so you've got the the A to Z, uh, the electric and the class and the you know the reborn classic uh, entering the showroom at the same time.
0: Yeah, I think it actually, I think the Z kind of amplifies it, uh, because the one thing about Z is it gets people interested in the brand itself. Um, that's why we call them halo cars. And, uh, <laughs> and so it brings eyeballs to, uh, to Nissan. Uh, we certainly like that. And we with our new revised lineup, um, I think we've earned those eyeballs. And Z, I think, accelerates that, uh, that even, uh, even more. So Aria is, uh, is coming in the fall, um, as discussed. Um, you know, obviously still we talked about the supply chain issues and there's some recent kind of minor changes to the schedules, but uh, but not major. We're still in on the fall um, of 2022. So coming right up. And as a matter of fact, we start our uh, our training June 13th in Dallas and we'll be going on a, a countrywide tour training for our dealers. We'll have the opportunity for enthusiasts uh, to uh, to drive uh, and uh, and hand raisers as well.
2: Mike Colloran, Senior Vice President, Nissan North America. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jamie. It's always a pleasure.
1: Mike Colloran is Nissan North America's Senior Vice President and Corporate Officer. He spoke with our own Jamie Butters. You can get the latest news about new models, electrification, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jake Neer. If you enjoyed the podcast, remember to like, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.